Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the twenty installment in our twenty-one part series covering all the twenty-one new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July 9th. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September thirtieth. Diego Rafael Padron Sanchez was born on May 17, 1939, in Montalban, a municipality in the Venezuelan state of Carabobo, located on the coast in the north of the country. His seminary experience seems to have been fairly typical, going the minor seminary route and ultimately being ordained as a priest for his local diocese of Valencia in 1963 at the age of 24. This was during the height of the Second Vatican Council that I mentioned yesterday, which took place in Rome from 1962 to 1965. The most apparent change from the Council was the general shift from the traditional Latin, for official church things, to the various local vernacular languages. In the case of Venezuela, that would be Spanish. It was, and is, not a complete shift, nor was it something that truly originated with the Council though the council certainly helped facilitate the process. Whether this was a good thing overall is a contentious issue even today, 60 years on. I admit I don't have much of a particular reason to bring up the council, apart from the fact that I mentioned it the other day when discussing our historian, and Father Padron is old enough that he would remember what the church was like before the council. Despite my general lack of a natural conservatism, I admit I do have a particular fondness for the traditional approach, while still appreciating the greater accessibility of the new way of doing things. We'll have plenty more opportunities to talk about the council as we go. There's even a council father, that is, someone who participated in the council as a bishop, on our list of living cardinals, not to mention all the historical cardinals we'll be discussing eventually. Over the next several years, Father Padron held a smattering of pastoral assignments and seminary teaching roles. From 1979 to 1983, he studied in Jerusalem and Rome, and wound up with a licentiate in sacred scripture from Rome's Pontifical Biblical Institute, as well as a diploma in Oriental Biblical Studies from the Franciscanum Institute in Jerusalem. His big break came in 1990, when Pope St. John Paul II made him titular bishop of Gisipa, and Auxiliary Bishop of Caracas. A few years later, in 1994, he was named as the next Bishop of Maturin, and during this period, he also carried out service to the Venezuelan Bishops' Conference in the background as well, serving as President of the Commission for Laity and Youth from 1990 to 1996, and President of the Commission for Catechesis and Biblical Ministry from 1996 to 2003. In 2002, Pope St. John Paul named him as the next Archbishop of Cumana, a post he still held when he was voted in as the President of the Venezuelan Episcopal Conference a decade later, in 2012. He served three two-year terms in that post before retiring from both the Episcopal Conference and from his archdiocese in 2018. To my surprise, the Cardinal-elect is actually not fully retired. Though he is now 84 years old, he still serves as parish priest 
in a small parish in his hometown of Valencia, something that I only know of because of an interview he gave after the news broke that Pope Francis was making him a cardinal. Quote, I am still the parish priest of a small parish in Valencia. I have no other projections. What I believe is that I can get closer to the people. I don't think my life is going to change. End quote. What would make a man work well into his 80s? Well, perhaps, a sense of need. In Venezuela overall, there are about 2,700 priests, which sounds like a lot, until you consider that Venezuela is home to well over 28 million Catholics. So, on average, each priest is responsible for over 10,000 Catholics. And as I understand it, those numbers include every living priest, age notwithstanding. If Venezuela is like the United States, you can reasonably expect half of those priests to be over the age of 60. In the Archdiocese of Valencia, the situation is even more dire, with about 120 priests caring for well over 2 million Catholics. That's over 18,000 Catholics per priest. But to get the real sense, I'm putting a link to the Facebook page for the relevant parish in the show notes. They don't have a website. If you scroll to July 26th, you can see Archbishop and Cardinal-elect Padron wearing a simple black cassock with a belt worn comedically high in that classic fashion of the elderly. He's leading a prayer for a group of parishioners, half of whom are sitting in what are recognizable as standard white plastic lawn chairs. It's Grandparents' Day, and their pastor is with them. There are several hundred retired archbishops in the world, but Pope Francis is only making one of them a cardinal. It's not apparent why, when you read the official Vatican bulletins and general press commentary, but when you take a look at the numbers behind the scenes, and check out a Facebook video that, as of this writing, has exactly zero specific comments or reacts, you get a sense of what might be behind the new red hat for Father Diego Padron. He'll never vote in a conclave, as he's too old. That's okay. Because he has more important things to do. That's enough for today. There's plenty more to discuss about the Cardinal-elect, and we may well get another longer-format episode on him down the line, as this episode is part of Cardinal Numbers, our ongoing series where we discuss and eventually rate and rank all the Cardinals of the Catholic Church. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.